we go downstairs because we're thinking in our heads like if we're not in like the actual like church part we're, we're fine if we say it in the part where they hand out the donuts we'll be okay so we go downstairs <laughs> it's okay to be gay in the rec room <laughs> oh my god There's that literally sounds like someone's dad was like cut that gay shit you can do that in your bed don't do that in front of me <laughs> you go down to the basement be gay down there another quarantine episode for you so please bear with the audio it's not our best but it's also not the worst um so i thank you for bearing with us fortunately we have some new equipment um that we'll be working with from now on so the audio quality will be a little better moving forward even when we're far apart uh thank you for supporting us if you like the podcast go and rate and review if you're new hit subscribe as soon as you start laughing because i think you'll like other ep- that's corny as fuck Thank you for thank you for supporting us. Uh, we come out every Monday, and if you'd like to donate to this safe queer corner of the internet, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash WHGS. Oh, you're gonna it's be the awesome. best guest ever. Hi, I'm I'm Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Nice to meet you in I don't know where. Okay, so uh, we in this room we have a lot of people. We have Laura. Our our assistant intern producer person, um, who helps us out. (laughs) Then we have Gara, uh, my little non-binary twink friend who co-hosts the podcast. If you can't tell which one they are, um, (laughs) and then normally normally we have Gara here in the apartment, but for COVID reasons, we're not doing that right now. But this is my girlfriend Jen, who is going to be running our soundboard guests running the soundboard not usually on the podcast but i have a funny story that involves her so i thought it would be fun to like play off of each other (laughs) hello everybody i feel like we're in rehab (laughs) (laughs) yes hey i'm ashley i have a sex podcast um Hi, Ashley. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. This is a very special episode of We're Having Gay Sex for for multiple (laughs) reasons. First of all, fantastic guests. You've seen him on The Mm -hmm. Circle on Netflix, which is huge. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. He was a finalist. Chris Sapphire, Mr. Chris Sapphire on Instagram, Chris Sapphire on Twitter. Did I get it all right? Honey, that's it. That's it. I'm so glad to be on this show, honey. This is the closest to gay sex I've gotten in years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you honestly, like, if you don't get just fucked walking down the street wearing that shirt for the pa- I, I hope our patrons enjoy this shirt um on yeah, the video I, I hope they do too no i'm honestly i can barely get a bird to take a shit on me i mean the struggle <laughs> is so real i'm telling you it's the truth yeah i feel like um, i feel like chris and i are on the same like 80s dance tv show right you now really are dude i'm obsessed with the 80s i was born in 88 i always tell people i've been doing me since 93 but i've been feeling great since 88 it's so corny it's so corny wait wait wait, wait, wait. why 1993 80s. what happened when you were five years old that you started well, you doing know you? when you're born you don't know what's going on you don't even know you're on the planet but around right. you know 93 now i'm realizing i'm alive and i can yeah. do stuff. yeah so when you when, the, 
when you became self-aware, 1993. That's it, you know, around 93. And it's weird because when I was a child, I was so quiet and analytical. I would analyze everything. And I think around by the time I was like 11 or 12 was when I just really exploded out of my shell. And I felt like I had figured out the rhythm of the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> this feels sexual and like puberty related, if I'm being totally honest. 11 or 12, <laughs> you bust out of your shell. You're feeling the rhythm of the world. You started humping couches around the house and you realize. <laughs> around that time, you start realizing, you know, that your pickle needs to be tickled. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, I can tell this is going to be such a fun episode already. And another yeah. reason that this is really fun is because Gara is in their apartment for COVID reasons. And I am quarantining mm-hmm. with my girlfriend, Jen, who, who I'm sure you guys know about be nice oh it's very nice we're extremely lucky it's been so nice actually i have no jokes to make about that because it's just been very pleasant so (laughs) jen (laughs) jen is going to be our honorary youth in the sound booth yeah 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 we miss gara yeah Yeah, and i'm an old hag now I'm almost 24. Girl, 24. Yeah, You're you so go. young. Now I'm done. My greatest advice to you yeah, is to, to definitely start drinking Pedialyte right now. Okay. You know, I'll go grab some after this. Why do you recommend Pedialyte? Well, you know, now that I'm 32, the hangovers are so unbearable. Recently, a few months back, my best friend's like, dude, there's this new Pedialyte that's really strong. Try it, and I bet your hangover's going to go away. And when I tried it, my freaking hangover went away like magic. And I said, why didn't nobody tell me about this shit when I was younger? So for the 20-year-olds that still have about a good six-some years before you get a hangover, start now while you're young. so funny because I feel like when you're in your 20s like your friends are like oh man you gotta you gotta I don't okay I don't do any drugs so full disclosure this <laughs> I know sentence what, is what not are your friends telling right. you to do your friends are like oh man you gotta you, this this new like strain of weed or something like oh it's the uh, this is butt stuff the try mango mango yeah. butt stuff or whatever I like that's what they tell you stuff, and then when you but... hit 30 they're like Pedialyte is great <laughs> have you yeah. ever had Pedialyte it is the circle of life <laughs> it's wow, definitely the circle that, of life you're welcome. You'll definitely notice a difference. Um, Jen and I had sex over the weekend, and I literally had to say to her before we had sex, I had to, and Chris, I'm so sorry if this is just deep lesbian cuts right off the bat, but as soon as we got into bed, I was like, we can't do a lot of tribbing because of my hip. And then I had to take off my knee brace. I don't know if you can hear it. That's the sound of my Hold knee on. brace. Did you say very we dark. can't do a lot of tribbing yes what is tribbing okay so Mm. here we go if any listeners came and you haven't listened before because and you're a fan of chris tribbing is like almost (laughs) like another word for scissoring where it's like female genital to genital like sorry not female uh people with vaginas two (laughs) wonderful vaginas coming together touching each (laughs) other having a good old time Wow, I'm so curious to know how does that feel? (laughs) Um, Jen, that was really good. Wow. Thank you so much. It feels (laughs) amazing. It's great. It's one of my preferred ways, but it's not like this. Like in porn, you always see it like girls like 
on all fours, like interlocking legs. Like it can be, it can be that, but I think it's a lot more like either like one on top or sort of like folded over each other. Like it's not like what you see in porn. Yeah. You know, I'm so, I'm so curious because I've never had an experience with the vagina. (laughs) Oh my God, you're gold star. I'm gold star all the way, honey. Five star gold star. Let me (laughs) tell you. I, I'm so scared. Like it's something. It's so uh, extraterrestrial to me. Well, fortunately, <laughs> you do not have to interact with one today. Even though the show is called "We're Having Gay Sex," I will not be whipping out my vagina on this episode. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> so the area of of the vagina. Okay. So for example, a penis. You know, it's very sensitive. You barely tap it, and you can yes. feel something. So the whole vicinity of a vagina is it just as sensitive no Uh, great question yeah i mean like let's just say like there's sections of the vagina that for different people will be more sensitive but i'd say the clit all around i think is pretty much like that's where you want to be is like the the tip of the dick basically it's yeah, like the, the tip yeah. of the dick tip of the dick to you <laughs> and they kind of they kind of look like have you ever noticed that the clit um, yes. and the penis i actually yes. have a joke about this that i've been working on how clits and dicks are actually pretty much the same thing they're the same thing yeah. they in when a baby is developing it's literally the same thing and then the exposure to the hormones while you're in uh, like depending on you know whatever uh, sex you will be probably assigned. Of course, they're we're making generalizations here, but um, this is going yeah, great. I'm like looking at Gara, like don't cancel me, don't cancel me, I'm don't cancel me. I'm just sitting over here like, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so but, wait, so wait, so I have a great question to add yeah, on to this. It. So if the clit is like a mini dick, yeah, then mm-hmm. why don't a lot of straight guys? focus more on that when they're having sex. Cause you know, when you hear ah, straight women always complain that yeah. they don't ever have orgasms. Mm. So I think that's the greatest tip of the day. Focus yeah. on the, cl- the, yeah. the tip of the dick, the tip of the, the tip of the day, the tip of the dick of the day <laughs> is straight men. If you're here, Danny, that's it. If you're here, focus on the clit. That's the, yeah. the I think we should do our intros real quick. Because oh, we're yeah, getting we into it. So we do our yeah. intros just to let the listeners know who we are. I already uh, talked a little bit about you. I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay woman. She, her pronouns. And uh, I'm I'm white. That's what we do. Yeah. We do our sexuality, our gender, our race, ethnicity, background, anything. you Basically, that portion is like anything you want people to know. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So we're all going around in circle telling yeah. what, how we identify. Yes. Well, honey, yeah. I'm I'm Chris Sapphire. Hello, everybody. I told you I'm gonna Judy, <laughs> and I identify as a he. Um, they all my friends and people all over the world call me a she. They call me a drag queen. And like RuPaul once said, honey, call me she, call me he, just call me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mind what people call me. At the end of the day, I'm a spirit trapped in a body like an avatar. So, honey, <laughs> if you enjoy calling me a she, I'll respond. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I, I think we are the children. We are the world, honey. Call me whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have Chris Sapphire, <laughs> whose uh, who's pronouns are... Um, 
uh, Michael Bay. Who directed Avatar? Hello, uh, no, no, James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron. Michael James Cameron. Bay. My God. Action, big now action the movie. Men, the straight men, the men are, are gone. gone. They left. They're like, Michael Bay is Transformers. Fuck. I identify as Bumblebee. Get the fuck out of here. And as always, my youth in the sound booth who keeps me mm-hmm. from getting sound up. Uh, my youth getting in the sound, sound. <laughs> My youth in the sound booth who keeps me from getting canceled. My little snowflake star yeah. with their very own podcast, N Baby, Gara Lawning. Hi, um, today my name is Jen. I don't remember my last name, to be honest. Um, my name is Jen. I'm very hot. I'm teeny tiny. I've got an absolute amazing bod and beautiful eyes. Hello, I am dating an absolute butch of a woman. Hey, I'm Jen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, uh, Chris, I'm just kidding. Jen and I have obviously switched places, but Jen is boning Ashley, and I've never touched a- Ashley with a ten foot pole. Um, but, um, um, my pronouns are they them. I'm white, and like Ashley said, I'm bi podcastle. Bi podcastle. I thought of this before, and it's not going well. But yeah, you can look at my podcast. Uh, I don't know. Right. Awesome. Dude, Gara. You yeah. know, I, I think this is so great that you're on this show because look, even me as a as a gay person, I'm still learning so many new things every day yeah. as our community is evolving, right? So yeah. when it comes to somebody who is non-binary, for all those who don't know out there, a, a nine bur- a nine a non-binary person is addressed as them, like uh, they're two people in one person. Yeah. And let me say, I am multiple people in one. <laughs> I, I can tell you, we're going to have Chris back. Chris is already such yeah, a fucking fantastic Chris. guest. I, I love, love Chris. Chris. Jen, do you mind doing your intro? Um, I would love to. I have kind of been introduced already. Uh, Jen, <laughs> I am boning Ashley. <laughs> As Kara says, I assist. Uh, I almost said straight. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're learning a lot on this podcast today. <laughs> I am bi or pan, whatever. I don't know. Uh <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing <laughs> really you. well. Jen, um, if just for the listener, Jen is turning red. So I am white and red. <laughs> Jen, you are so beautiful. You know, you look like a famous actress. I just can't pinpoint who right now since we're live on this show. You look like all of them. <laughs> but I want you to know that your your look is so timeless. Like if, if we picked you up and put you in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, <gasps> you could blend oh into any God. decade. Thank you. In I time, it's so true. Now, too. Um, <laughs> gonna be on every episode. Yeah, we're all I'm gay just for Chris. <laughs> like, I mean, Not. everybody. Let, let's just imagine Jen in like 1901 England, wearing all that royal garb. Doesn't she fit the part? Like, you she, have that yeah. look. She, she yeah. is an actor at Jen Parker Davis for some great thirst traps that I enjoy oh, yeah. very much. That, that is and yeah, uh, so much. but she is an actor, and and I <laughs> I think she's gonna really do it because she just looks yeah. so great on camera. And I'm not saying this yeah. in like a like an objectification way. You just look, you just pop on camera. Some people just have that quality, and you really do have it. Oh yeah, I always get such a huge ego ego boost coming on this. <laughs> this is just like I don't even need this. <laughs> Jen, Jen, are you a shy person? Oh, yeah, a little bit. I, I'm working on it. 
<laughs> oh, darling, look, let me tell you, most people in show business, they're they're huge, they're loud on camera, but at home they all have anxiety or something. So girl, don't worry. <laughs> oh, she it's knows normal. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's normal. Hanging with this one. <laughs> girl, yeah. embrace it. Embrace all that shit. I tell everybody, embrace your anxiety, embrace the depression, embrace the weirdness. Honey, it's called life. <laughs> we don't know why we're here. It's all a big mystery. Just be here. <laughs> okay, so on today's Chris. episode, we will be uh, giving Oprah's show to Chris, and we are uh, going to figure out who we are, and we're going to arrest a bunch of pedophiles, and uh, I don't know what else. We'll get some bread, win some cars. That's what Oprah does, right? Let's get into so, the yeah. let's get into the gay sex. Let's do it. Yeah. So the gay sex, um, I'm going to go first. And then, Chris, I'm going to ask you. I did have gay sex with Jen this week, but that is not going to be. Wouldn't it be great if I were like other <laughs> just another person? Um, I'm not going to talk about episode. that gay sex. What I'm going to talk about, though, is one. It's a little interactive with Jen. So it's sort of our gay sex story. <laughs> OK. And it's from our <laughs> early days of dating. When and I picked this story specifically because God plays a pretty big role in it. What the hell is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Just the world's worst proposal. uh, Jen, I love you. What the world needs now? (laughs) (laughs) Jen, we've been dating almost a year now. And uh, I just want to let you know that it's been the best year of my life. And uh, will you uh, keep fucking me during quarantine? <laughs> yeah. I know. Great. Cool. I'm pretty wow. sure we can't use <laughs> that really because easy. it is such a long cl- it, whatever. But let's we'll see go. if we get sued. Okay. So <laughs> I we started hooking up about a year ago ish and during that time I was doing these cruise gigs a lot and on one of the cruises I met this little group the a group of women um three girls from we're gonna say Wisconsin you met little women I met you know Marsha Beth I don't know what they're fucking yeah, Beth. <laughs> they were very sickly one of them was definitely gay and her name was Sersha so <laughs> They came to my PG show, which was really interesting. And because the PG show, usually families with kids come and I look over and I see these three like kind of 22 ish aged young women. And I started talking with them. and I was like, what are you guys doing? They were like, it's a girl's trip. And I was like, oh, okay, Uh. like weird that the three of you are uh on this girl's trip at the pg show right like that's kind of that's like a little bit weird and i i i I think i forgot to say this earlier but the reason i'm choosing this story is because god plays a big part in it and chris (laughs) like you you are clearly a gay man so openly a gay man but also like so open about your spirituality which i love on the show on the circle that's thank you yeah oh yeah no, I don't want to interrupt your story. It's getting really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll keep going. So <laughs> Wait, anyway, was that I just the, say- hold on. Was that my segue? Did you want no, me to talk no, about no, no, my, no. My- I was just saying that I, I picked this story for you because I'm eager to see your reactions. Actually, I love how you were like, this God plays a role. And Chris, you know God. He's a real God. He is a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine. Yes, no, definitely. I found God when I was 14, you guys, and it totally changed my entire mm. life. 
Oh, and really? when I went, when, oh my God, it changed my entire life. Wow. I was hella depressed. I was mm. suffering with anxiety that was debilitating. Um, I was never bullied in school, like by my peers, none of that. I was bullied by grown ass adults out into the world. Oh, and clearly God. we see that, I guess, uh, dumb bitches never grow up because look at the state of the world we're in right now. Uh, adults acting like stupid asses everywhere. But anywho, uh, one day I was going to come home and I was going to take my life, y'all. I didn't mean to bring the show down, but no, let's this is one. No, this no, is so great. Going. And yeah. there are so many young yes. gay listeners. We have a lot of very young gay listeners who might be identifying with this in this really hard time. Yeah, dude. So I, I was going to take my life. And uh, the moment that I was prepping for this, uh, there was some random book placed on my bed. I guess my mom had thrown it there or something. And I looked at the book and I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? And when I opened it, um, the way it started talking to me or introducing itself to me, oh my God, that that was exactly what I needed. It was better than therapy. It was better than anything, not to knock therapy. I mean, I think that's great too, but this was on a whole other level. And so I started reading it and I said, oh my God, this is what God is all about. This is what it is. You know, when you're a kid, you don't listen in church and all that. You're bored and ready to get out. You know, you want yeah. church's chicken. Yeah. Um, no, this really transformed my life. And I really decided to dedicate to what I was learning. And next thing you know, the depression went away. The anxiety went away. I started becoming more confident than I ever thought I could. And that kind of confidence that I developed in those early days carried me throughout my entire career all the way through into the circle. And that's why on the show, I said, it's more than confidence. It's confidence. When you really know yourself spiritually, it takes you to a whole other level. What was yeah. the book? called God is in the small stuff and it all matters. Uh, when I was really depressed uh, and thinking about taking my life, which I've not really discussed on the podcast, so if you're listening right now, hey, Ashley's gone through some hard times too. I found yes. a thing that I evangelized, um, which was this happiness class from Yale, and I took it on Coursera, and I started doing all the different things. I started meditating, exercising every day, socializing every day, doing an act of kindness every day. And what I realized when I started doing these things, I was like, this is why religion or church works really well for some people. Almost every major religion had a component of these different things. Like prayer is like meditation and like kindness is so much of what every religion teaches is like kindness and gratitude and mm -hmm. just all these things. And, and just the, the act being a part of a church or a synagogue or a mosque or whatever, whatever community you're surrounded by socializing is so good for you. And I think right now people are really very unhappy and feeling isolated. So if you can like kind of, even if you're not a religious person, if you can look at these different things to help pick yourself up, I think, I think that's a, an incredible message that, you know, we should hear right yeah. now. Yeah, I think Chris also like you speaking, being openly gay and speaking about finding God, I think that's really important because I think a lot of queer people have found in religious spaces that they have been pushed out or isolated mm -hmm. or yeah. it has kind of affected their life negatively. And I think that we forget sometimes that like those two things are not always synonymous. Like God and relig religion is not always synonymous with like yeah. anti gay stuff so i think it's really awesome that you talk about it so openly well it's been really cool receiving messages from people in all parts of the world especially middle east and in in the app in africa and places where you can't be gay or they'll kill yeah, you you know right and the and people are like you really made me feel like god actually loves me and stuff and i go wow 
talk about it's transforming people's lives. But I think um, what the church really misses, organized religion misses, is the forgiveness aspect of what it what it means to believe in God. Now I feel yeah. like we're in church, y'all. <laughs> I was about to no. say, well, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, this is no longer we're having gay sex. This is we're having God sex. And so um, for all the gay listeners out there who've ever wondered if they have a chance with God, of course you do, honey. Of course you do, because God makes no mistakes and he didn't start with none of y'all. Wow. Um, this is, I don't even, I'm about to talk about nonsense. So anyway, <laughs> I was on a carnival cruise uh, doing comedy. And I met talk- God and God was like, hey, God up? was and good was like, to me on up, that God? carnival cruise. <laughs> I was in the buffet line and I looked at this muffin and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, anyway. and God's like, I'm gluten-free. I can't eat that, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I meet these this group of girls, and wow, we have got to race through this story. But I meet this group of girls, and one of the, and Jen and I just started seeing each other. But you may remember from a previous story that we are not um, together together. We've not made it a fish. And second of all, Jen's a really bad texter. She's not, like, texting me Oh, back. yeah. Yeah, I don't know you and Jen jump in at any point that you want. So Jen, <laughs> she's better at the soundboard than you, Gara. She anyway, is better uh, at the soundboard than me. So <laughs> I'm like trying to talk to Jen, and I meet these girls, and I meet this one girl who is very beautiful, and to me screams just gay 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 uh-huh, just like uh-huh. so like sporty uh-huh. gay but yeah. still femme oh what do you, yeah what do you call a girl from the midwest who is definitely gay but femme but also sporty like a little like i know this is gonna sound crazy i could tell that she was gay from her hands like the way that she held her hands i was like those no, are mask true. hands. that's a thing like your hands yeah. are mask and yeah she was like holding she's... a vibrator <laughs> <laughs> well anyway chris we have um our guests name the girls that i meet who i cannot name so she's like very looks like she's from the midwest just super fair very blonde she's engaged she loves god but i think she's gay but she's not out what do you name that girl uh, closet case. <laughs> <laughs> name, name that her girl. name is Closet Case. So Cece, anyway, Cece. Her name Cece. Cece. Her name Cece. Closet Case. There we go. Genius. There you so, go. There you go. Cece. I like talk to them after the show. I'm like, this girl's gay. I'm gonna hook up with this girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, Vera, I love your laugh. <laughs> Thank oh yeah, Gara has a I great laugh. Chris. Oh, thank you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. I don't know that I'm. I know that like, I really like Jen, and I actually did. Oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? I know that Ashley really liked me because she had to pay like so much money to be able to text me from that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you couldn't even text her back. I like would respond back. That is hot life. girl shit. That is hot girl <laughs> shit. You're like, excuse me, I'm doing hot girl shit. I'm ignoring this butch girl who's on a carnival cruise and dragging her along. Like I don't even know what I'm doing. Hot I was doing hot girl shit. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That is hot girl shit. I oh, love that. No. Just but so I <laughs> I really liked Jen and I'm a very monogamous person and I was in my hoe phase, so I was like really trying to do the thing, but like I knew I was like frankly falling for Jen. So I felt guilty about liking this girl. Yes. I felt guilty about liking this girl, but I also didn't know where Jen like stood with me. So I'm like walking from the buffet, like through the like little area where people sit when they get food from the buffet. And lo and behold, who is there but Cece with a Mm. giant fucking Bible, the biggest like just this mm. huge ass yeah. Bible. Thick She's Bible. Got her- An absolutely thick Bible. It's juicy. <laughs> it's juicy Bible. <laughs> I live. That is hilarious. I can't. I can't. So I go up to her. I go up to her and I'm like what are you doing and i like sit down with her and she i find out she's engaged and she's doing this class she's doing this class to be a good wife oh do you guys know what i'm talking about Uh uh-huh like she's gonna be hella submissive wear clothes Mm. from the 1800s and make cheese and stuff (laughs) she's literally she was actually churning butter right there i neglected they let her bring it on the ship it was so weird this is little this is little women anyway that's one thing i would would never understand like you know there's a part in the bible that says god came uh christ came so we can have life abundantly i'm like where did people miss that part when they they give up the entire world in fear that they're constantly sinning it's like god doesn't take you out of the world he puts you in the world and changes the way you look at the world and puts you in front of a lesbian who's trying (laughs) to tell you that you're gay this should be an ad for Carnival Cruise. It's like they Carnival should Cruise. sponsor this episode. Find your they bliss. should sponsor this episode. <laughs> no, man. So I sit down with her. We have this like long conversation about, frankly, like my sexuality and like the role of women in a relationship. And she's like a feminist, and she like loves gay people. And she was super cool. And I was like, Are we gonna like what is what is this? And like. We, I tell her, I like drop hints about my routine. I'm like, I go to the gym every day. I do all these things. I'm like, I want to see if you're going to like follow me around on this cruise. And like, she bumps into me at the gym. We're like, like we have like, it's one of those things in Gara and actually Chris, tell me and Jen chime in. Do you know? (laughs) Gara, Chris, Jen, God, are you there? (laughs) Laura, Laura. But if, if you know the gay person who's like flirty with you when you two are alone, but then when you're around the friends, you're like, what the fuck happened to all of this gay energy that I was feeling before? Yes. Me for my whole life. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was, that was like what was happening. And I was like, I don't know. And then we, on the last day of the cruise, we spent the whole day just us and her friends like coming in and out on like the sun deck, like just like hanging out, like tanning and, and shit like that. That's so interesting. And she was like, let's take a selfie. And I took this oh. selfie with her and I need all of you to assess. Well, Jen, you you made a comment about this earlier. So also that Ashley, I wanted, while I'm getting my phone. Ashley sent me a photo of this girl <laughs> while they're like clearly her thick ass bible right in front of her they're like sitting across the table from each other yeah (laughs) and she like 
I just brought this up with Ashley because I was like, were you trying to make me jealous by sending me this picture of this like pretty girl that you're like very clearly like dining with alone? And the uh-huh. answer, the answer is yes. I was trying to make her jealous because <laughs> I go. look, it was petty and stupid and I had been in some really <laughs> bad relationships and this is the healthiest really, I will never do shit like that again uh, because Aww. that was, that was so fucking <laughs> stupid of me. But anyway, here we go. I have the photo somewhere in here. One moment. This is can... very. This is sounding very Titanic to me. Yeah, like I all you need that. to do is fall in the cold water yep. and freeze to death. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, is. when somebody's jealous, you know, that's a really good sign that they really like you. So you admitting, hey, are you trying to make me jealous? That would have made me feel so good inside. I would have been like, oh my god, they love me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Look, it was stupid, but I didn't know where we stood. And I was doing some like stupid girl shit, frankly. Like I was just trying to get oh, their attention. Their heads are very close together okay. in this photo. Tell me Wait, show so it. Tell me that there is not chemistry between the two of us based on this photo. Right. Oh, yeah. She's like showing oh, her wait. wait. <laughs> wow, it's cute. I, I'm so picking up that lesbian energy what? from Homegirl, from Cece. Yeah. Straight Thank up. You. Yeah. There's just Great. something about the energy <laughs> that I was getting there. Anyway, she's married now. We like spoke on the phone wow. once. Congratulations, Cece. Uh, <laughs> dude, if she, by some chance in the universe, is listening to today's amazing episode. I think honey, it's yeah. possible. I think it's possible. Look, she might not be gay. She might be bi. She might really love this guy yeah, who I think is also totally. gay. But um, maybe they're like in it together. And they're just like, I think that can happen, though, not spoken. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people can do that. But anyway, I thought this was going to be funny when Jen, when we did this together. But really, <laughs> it just sounds like I'm a bad girlfriend. No, we dating, I honestly, no. <laughs> no, to be honest, I have heard this story before. Sorry, listeners, Ashley and I uh, don't just learn things about each other on the podcast. I have heard this story before and I was like tearing up when Ashley told this to me the first time. It is a beautiful, sweeping, modern day Nora Ephron-esque indie film story and it's going to win Best Picture at Sundance in about five years from now. So there the you thing go. is that like, we had this like we just like kept bumping into each other everywhere and like hanging yeah. out and like doing everything together in this like and, little and, three like, day period. And it was like yeah. intense. And, it, and I, then when you so left, sorry, did, could honey, you I feel you so much? <laughs> I, I, but like I could not. When you left each other, could you feel could you feel like you both wanted to do something, but you couldn't yes. do it? Yes, yeah. like literally yeah. every single time. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Why did you ask? You were left on on an unanswered, lovely cliffhanger. Yeah. And the spirit wanted more confirmation, wanted to know more. But you know what? I guess sometimes those are kind of good. Yeah, I, I like those I, too. Yeah, nice. like you ever had a crush? In like summer middle camp. school, yeah. high yeah. school. Yeah, like summer like camp. Yes, and you lose touch with your crush and you've always wondered, where did they go? I wonder where yeah. they're at. That's what yeah. it, it felt like. Like, I would never date this person outside of the context of a carnival cruise. It really was a carnival cruise romance. And <laughs> But the thing is that, the thing that I felt sad about was that 
I I really do look it's not for me to decide and every I think bi women in particular hate when lesbians are like you're gay that's not what I'm saying she could be bi she could be gay she could be mostly straight and exploring but I don't think she ever did explore and that's why my heart is sad and maybe she's not maybe there was nothing there but my gay is almost perfect maybe it was just you Maybe I it was think just sometimes me, like it can just be a magical, time. a magical moment, a magical time, and it's just like sparks are flying. But I think sometimes when you follow that bliss, because Carnival Clue, Carnival Cruise, follow your bliss. I think sometimes <laughs> when you follow that bliss to its to its extent, then you're like, okay, this wasn't as romantic as it was. Right. Well, I maybe that's really why she had her massive bliss. Bible, dude. <laughs> Maybe her Bible was her trying to figure herself out because yeah. she is gay and she's yeah. having inner conflict. But yeah. I want to let anybody out there know who's having spiritual inner conflict that remember God can read your thoughts. And God says clearly in the Bible, he detests liars. So why are you going to lie to yourself in light so of God? So have sex That's what with I tell- Ashley Gavin is the <laughs> critical <laughs> message here. That's why I'm a firm believer in being honest and just come out. Just live your authentic truth you'll feel so much better in the mirror and in the eyes of god right come on amen amen i've never said that that is my (laughs) gay that's my gay sex from this week chris did you have gay sex this week honey i haven't had sex in so long i think last time i had sex people were barely discovering how to have sex honey it's been forever I tell people the truth. The last time I was in a relationship, I was 15, 16 years old. It was in high school. And ever since, I have been single throughout my whole teen years, my 20s. I'm 32 now. I'm entering mm-hmm. my 30s, single as a Pringle. It's lonely. I'm on no, Tinder. There- no flings. No, like, short. No. Th- like, wa- just total drought total drought all my life. I don't know if the good Lord's protecting me from falling into the wrong traps. I don't know, but I will say this, uh, back before I turned 30, there was a year that I thought, damn, dude, I spent all my 20 single, nothing. So I decided I'd experiment some and have a little fun. But afterwards I felt so lonely, so empty that I said, damn, not even the hookup life is for me. So I don't know if I was destined to become a nun (laughs) or like live out out the rest of my years out in like uh, on a mountain monastery somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. But dude, it's been really hella lonely. But 2021 looks pretty optimistic. I mean, I'm riding with Biden, so hopefully he he can send me a stimulus check and a man. (laughs) I heard it's included. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's included. You just get. That's what they're doing. That's why straight white men are freaking out. They just know they're going to be sent to random homes. Like, to. to Dude, it's crazy. And you know what? I, I think also it's it's a, a generational thing for me. So I came out when I was 14 back in 2003. And in mm. those days, um, as I was learning about the gay world, being feminine, wearing makeup and all that was a big no-no. And mm-hmm. so now in 2020, if you're a gay man that wears makeup, I mean, shit, you could become a millionaire being a beauty blogger. The world has changed completely. Yeah. But in my teens and in my 20s, Every guy I ever liked, they all rejected me because they didn't like the makeup. They didn't like mm. that I had feminine characteristics yeah. to my personality. So everybody kept saying no. But 
to be fair, a lot of those guys that, you know, threw me to the curb, <laughs> uh, a lot of them have become really close friends to me and we're still friends to this day. So mm -hmm. I've lived a life of lonely, no sex, no nothing. The, you know, on Valentine's, my mom every year gives me a teddy bear. She's been my Valentine's Day oh. uh, <laughs> blessing since I was a teenager. Everybody pull out the violin. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I think it's like, sweet too. That's <laughs> 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 storm. Yeah. Yes. Coming in the mail today, we have Chris's teddy bear. I love it. It starts uh -huh. snowing in it. It just starts snowing out of nowhere. How do you, because you said that you had this one experiment, this one hookup, and you were like, nope, not for me. If you are a person, because I think gay people in particular, queer people, um, and trans people and non-binary, all the people, if you are a person who you is finding that um, you're not a hookup person, you're having a hard time meeting someone that you feel comfortable, you know, dating, having sex with, doing something more long-term, that affects their self-esteem. They feel like because I'm not with someone that affects their self-worth, how do you deal with that? Well, I'm very thankful that I, uh, I, well, I don't have that issue because of my spirituality. I feel very fulfilled and whole. Mm. I, I do analyze the world though. And I do see that so many people jump from relationship to relationship to relationship and never learn who they are because they fear being alone with themselves and with their thoughts. And, you know, so spirituality just, uh, takes care of all that. I just got a glare from Jen because I was a uh, serial uh, monogamist. Um, that was, that was a little sassy over there <laughs> you know and, and i see this with a lot of folks though it, it, it's it's prevalent in the community people are always jumping a relationship relationship and it's like it's it's an indicator that it's time to take some time to really learn who you are because a, yes. a partner is not going to fill that yeah. void or answer those questions as to who you are you have to do that on your own but yeah, yeah. i mean girl it, i ain't gonna lie sometimes it gets cold at night and you wish somebody was there or sometimes nature calls and you get that tingle in your blessed area downstairs. And there's, yeah. there's really nothing yeah. you can do about it, but just hold on tight. Yeah, sometimes when I really have to shit too, like the only way I can shit is a spider web with my boyfriend sitting on top of each other on the toilet. So yeah, it's pretty lonely uh, when I'm shitting alone, so. Dude, it's hella lonely. And then it Tinder. Is. Tinder doesn't work. But look, to clarify, it wasn't just one hookup. I'm very honest. You know, I, they told me when I was auditioning for the Circle King, do you want to be a catfish? Do you want to be yourself? I said, uh, bitch, I'm going to be myself because I have a bad memory. So I try to be very honest. I had more than one hookup a few years ago. But what sucked about it is even though it's fun in the moment because you're drunk, you're having a blast, honey, just making out, just being raunchy and wild, in the morning, yeah. When you've come back to your reality, you're kind of oh. like, damn, yeah. I don't know shit Seriously, about you. There should be there should be a sex ed course for the morning after a hookup because no oh. one taught me how to deal with Dude. hooking up with someone. And then the morning I don't, after <laughs> I don't spend the night. I don't spend the night because I've really? I've spent the, my, the night before. And but you still have the repercussions afterward. Oh, I you see. do. You do I reflect do. on it as you're driving home. Okay. You're like, yeah, oh, exactly. sure. The, it, the inner part. Oh, dude, yeah, of course. It sucks. And then you catch yourself listening to Sarah Bareilles and fucking <laughs> yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. I wanna see you be brave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You fall into that rabbit hole. Then you're lying drunk on your bed. 
fucking Avril Lavigne, yeah. I'm with you is well, playing on really Pandora. <laughs> I'm standing on the bed. I'm yes. in the dark. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Yes. I've been there. <laughs> I think that's why it's when that. you're hooking up, you have to be crystal clear, A, with the other person, B, yeah. with yourself, about why so you too. are doing this. And don't hook up with someone because you're sad and lonely. You will yeah. be more sad and more lonely. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, Jen, that's why I have to break this off. Sure. <laughs> I got to say, the only great thing about hooking up in our time is that people are actually fresh, like fresh. Well, I hope they're fresh. I read an article about <laughs> sex in like the 1700s, 1600s. Oh. Bitches back then did not shower. Most royal people only took two showers. You're maybe talking to the wrong yeah. person. Gara, Gara loves a good stinky, a good stinky guy. Okay, okay, yeah, I love a home brew. Okay, that's his home <laughs> brew. He brewed that himself. Literally pour over coffee. I like that. Hold on, are okay? you giving us subliminal? Like you love a stinky. This is not subliminal. Or... Subliminal. This oh, well, is Gara I mean... enjoys some some bad breath. I think. I no. enjoy some stink. Oh yeah, I do. My boyfriend, <laughs> his homebrew. I love my boyfriend's homebrew. So many people I have just think... put stop just now. I we're gonna we're gonna think... watch no. that line just right off the. Well, honestly, I kind of think beer breath is kind of hot. Like you I ever love made beer out breath. with somebody where beer breath is kind of hot. Yeah, I, um, I like beer I, breath. I uh, I love the way Jen's <laughs> breath smells even in the morning. What yeah, does it smell Jen like? Probably smells like roses all of the time. Yeah, like she probably she wakes up like and a pie. bird, like a cartoon bird, flies out of her mouth and she like <laughs> sings to it, and then they clean up your room. No, they don't clean up. That's <laughs> the part that doesn't happen. <laughs> I am like the messiest person ever. I did watch. Ashley's not a huge showerer. I hope that's okay to say. Uh, well, just oh, I, I have to watch her. I have. Can I just say what they are before you go into this? Yeah. yeah. I have shower wipes for when I'm in a hurry so that if I work out oh, and yeah. then I wipe myself down with these shower wipes yeah. when I don't get to shower. So just to clarify to the audience, I am she not stinky. Wipes. I'm not, no, she's stinky. not stinky. Yeah, Con but the shower wipes, I've used them. You smell like a baby for the rest of the day. Like, it's not like you smell clean. You smell like a newborn child. No, they're the not baby the wipes. They're adult wipes. But <laughs> I say know, what but you're going to say. You still sound like, Jen smell has like a, a riff. Baby. Jen has a sick riff. Okay. Riff, 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 oh, riff. There's a lot of pressure on this. Oh, my God. Um, should I put something in the background? That one's not working. Oh, no. <laughs> you got this, Jen. <laughs> just maybe, maybe uh, just say it. Okay. Do the riff, um, riff. <laughs> no, I just watched Ashley you got pick it. up her boobs and wipe under right before we um, recorded this. It was really nice. And, and you know what she said? She goes, no, no, I'm so glad that I don't have to do that. And she knows that my saggy tits are a point. No, of, I never. <laughs> I meant that because I have small boobs, not because they're saggy. I just don't know. I just wanted to ask. So, are you a fan of your boobs? Like, you want to keep no. them? You're gonna rock them? Oh, I'm gonna keep them, but I'm not a fan of them. And then she goes, "Well, no, no, no. It's not that big a deal. It's not like you could hold the pencil under there." And then I lifted up my tit and I grabbed her toothbrush and I held <laughs> her toothbrush under my tit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it's not your ass. You know, some people have a saggy ass. They can hold a pencil too. So. Opposite problem. Uh, I could hold nothing under my ass. I feel your pain. I had I had a flat ass until recently. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what'd you change? God. Well, you know, 
I you said, prayed. You know, I, I sure <laughs> Please, did pray. God, bring me a fat ass. <laughs> I said, you know what? I I even said it on the circle. I said, yes. man, remember, I was like, I just want to get my ass That's done. That's right. Well, I yeah. Did, yeah, I didn't get implants, but I went to a doctor and I said, I know we live in 2020. You can help a bitch Hell out. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they helped a bitch out. Yes. So 2021, I'm bringing the kaboom, bitch. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So and much it's to look all mine. To. Oh, that's oh awesome. Hell yeah, uh, that is the awesome. The science these days. We're that's getting amazing. a vaccine and we're getting more ass. Getting well, kaboom. Yeah. You uh, gotta Chris, bring the boom, yes. Thank you so much for yeah, sharing you, with us. Gara, did you have gay sex this week? No, I did not have gay sex, but with all this talk of God, I think I'm gonna stay on topic and I think I'm going to do a story uh, based on that. Because Chris, I was raised very Catholic. What what religion are you a part of? If you don't mind me I, asking, I was raised Catholic as well. Oh really? I didn't I didn't know Gara what that meant. Yeah. What believing in God means. I just remember sitting in church and all I'd hear was yeah. No clue what was going on. It's. I was the same way, kind of being raised Catholic. I feel like we went to church every single Sunday. And, like, literally, I would just, like, sit in church and just, like, think about anything other than church. But my family was pretty religious. But one, the summer when I was 17, which was my craziest summer I've ever had, that was when I hooked up with a girl for the first time. It's when I, like, drank for the first time. And in the catholicism they do this thing where one day a year they have uh people pray do the hail mary the rosary in the church for 24 hours so my dad was like okay you know it would be super awesome is if you did the 3 a.m shift at the church (laughs) (laughs) and i was like are you trying to fucking punish me this sucks i was like he knows i had gay sex He's literally making me go to a church at 3 a.m. And so I woke up. He came down and woke me up at 3 a.m. Woke me up at 3 a.m. I like put on like my Ugg boots and like got in like my car, drove down to the church. And I get to the church and the person who is doing, I can't remember the name of the day or what we were doing, but the person who I had signed up with it's was no my friend. gay sex day. That's what it is. It's no, yeah, yeah. The day and the no it's, gay sex. It's during Pride. It's it's the day that yeah. they threw the brick. That's the day. That, right, at, at right. Stonewall. That's, That's the day that the Catholic it. Church, <laughs> like we got to overcompensate for this. But I showed up, and the person who I signed up with was my other closeted gay friend. Uh, I'm gonna call him Jeremy, and we had been friends for a really long time, and he was deeply in the closet and I was also deeply in the closet and so we go into this church it's empty it's 3a fucking yeah that's, like that's crazy oh god it was so crazy and I can't believe I did this but we're in the church it's spooky as fuck like <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a scarier place than an empty catholic church also knowing that the priest is just like asleep like like a few doors down but anyway yeah, that's we're weird. in the church. You don't want to think about them on the off time. I maybe I'm being an <laughs> ass, but like thinking about like no. like a priest playing ping pong is like very weird. To like, what are they right. doing back there? I and don't here's know. and here's what I'll say about my priest is like I was the type of Catholic kid who like thought I could really repent for being gay. Like I thought being gay was a sin. I could repent for it. So I would go to confession and be like, 
he'd be like, okay, child, tell me your sins. I'm like, I'm gay. I'm so gay. And he'd be like, oh, oh my God. This is so funny to me because I, you could not pay me to say those words when I was a kid. You, you couldn't, there was nothing yeah. you could do to get me to say those words. And you told the most scary possible person like though th he that then is like came out a few month. years later as gay oh, yeah well yeah isn't that nuts but you but know the, the the priest can't do anything about it once you tell them something like that i mean what are they they can't go blare it out at right. people you know priests following all the rules all the time being totally good and never doing anything wrong you know those priests Gary, you kick you kick my ass i i can't recall any time i've been a confession maybe before i did my first communion you're supposed to confess and i think i did that but ever since then, I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, well, you know I was why? really into it. Why? I don't do it because in, in the Bible, it says confess your sins to each other. Why do I got to go in a booth with a priest when I could just blare it out into God myself? Totally. And if I did that, uh, everyone would know. So I decided to give it to this old man, this old man who saw me with my family in the front row every Sunday. And he would watch me every Sunday. He would watch me in the front row with my family. And he knew it. He knew that I was gay. And basically just told me, do a few Hail Marys, it'll fix it. And I was like, I was really into the Catholic religion. I was like, I can buy into this. I watch gay porn. And then I just sit there and I do 50 Hail Marys. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm cured. Anyway. So I'm in this church. It's not great, but hey, I'm great now. But anyway, I'm in this church with my closeted gay friend. And we're kind of like sitting in the church like, oh my God, are we going to like burn right now? Like what the hell is going on? Like we're sitting like really far away from each other. Two I guess. queers walk into a church at 3 a.m. Yeah. That yeah, sounds like, like a club. <laughs> yeah, it was the hottest gay club in Northeastern Iowa my Catholic church. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, so we're sitting there and we're like, freak the fuck out. We're like 17 years old. It's literally nighttime. And I go, hey, I just hooked up with a girl last night. And he's like, shut up. And I was like, yeah, I did. And he's like, we can't be in there. So we scurried down the stairs and go into like beneath the Catholic church. I think all churches have the same, like a reception hall. Yeah. And so yeah. we yes. go downstairs because we're thinking in our heads, like if we're not in like the actual like church part, we're, we're fine. If we say it in the part where they hand out the donuts, we'll be okay. So we go downstairs. <laughs> it's okay to be gay in the rec room. <laughs> oh my God. There's that literally <laughs> sounds like someone's dad was like, cut that gay shit. You can do that in your bed. Don't do that in front of me <laughs> you go down to the basement be gay down there there's nothing scarier than a catholic church basement at 3 30 a.m so we're in the basement and i'm whispering like i've never whispered um quieter and like yeah i had sex with um jennifer sorry jen <laughs> i don't know why that's the first name that came to my head and he was like oh my god like that's so insane and we just were i told him all the details and we went back upstairs and we sat back down to do our hail marys and uh i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna pray <laughs> i'm gonna pray for what i told him and honestly i I think we left and he was like the only person I ever told. And we weren't even like that close. We just like, we just both clocked that in each other. Like I was just like, 
I have this thing waiting, waited inside me. I need to tell someone this. So yeah, that's my story. Wow, that is incredible. So you came out to your friend. Where is your homeboy now? In that basement. He never left. He's still <laughs> trying not to be gay. Waiting on the donut. You know, I don't know, but he, he came out about like a year later and it was really great. And one time in church, uh, our priest was like talking about some anti-gay shit. And I remember being in the balcony and looking down at him and his family and he looked back up at me and I looked down at him. We both stood up and we walked out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh that's hell so yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I wish I had something like, like cause my best friend at the time was gay and, and came, Sorry, my cat. <laughs> my bedroom was gay. As first, <laughs> first is, as as bi, and then is oh. yes, and then is gay. Thank you, Fulton. Um, and uh, I never felt like I could even tell him. And this is why I think everyone's journey is so personal. Like I grew up totally secular in New York City. And everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh, then it must have been like super easy for you. And I was like, no, actually, it was not. And I think it's because uh, it, it's just so personal how being gay affects your self-worth and your self-image. Yeah. And yeah. of course, things like religion do not can, can sometimes seriously not help. And I think that that's changing. And like what we have you two here like showing that. But like, yeah, it's just it's such a personal journey. I, you know, I, I yeah. want to I want to piggyback on that and tell everybody who's listening, though, but really, when you get to that point and you come out, it is the most liberating, most freeing feeling you can ever feel. There's no way to even describe it. Yeah. If you're out there uh, contemplating coming out, just do it. Live in your authentic truth, because you only get one shot at this whole existence thing and you want to really enjoy it being honestly yourself with the world, with God, with whatever you believe in. And it feels so great when somebody's like uh, just loving you or the world's loving you for just being who the fuck you are. Give yourself yeah. that chance, you guys, and come out. There's no time. Uh, what is it? There's no right time or no rush. But just know that when you do, you're never going to look back. It feels incredible. It really does. Jen's mom put me in their family calendar this year. And when I found out, I cried. <laughs> Because I was oh, just like, so oh, like sweet. feeling, whoa, whoa, oh, no, oh, not <laughs> feeling oh. loved for like who you, I just never thought there would be a time where I would be in a family, someone else's family yeah. calendar. You know wow. what I mean? How yeah, beautiful. that's so sweet. Still trying to manifest. I'm still trying to manifest marrying Jay Manuel from America's Next Top Model. <laughs> He's so freaking yes. hot. And actually, yeah. you know, <laughs> dreams really do come true to everybody Thank listening. Dreams come true. Do. I'm in a family calendar and you'll marry whoever that is because I do not know. <laughs> you don't know who Jay Manuel is? Fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has kind of silvery yeah, hair. The photographer. Yeah, dude, he's so cool. So ever since I got off the circle, a lot of my my like celebrity uh, friend dreams have manifested. And I'm so thankful oh, I get yeah. to be friends Congrats. with famous That's people awesome. that, that I grew up loving. Yeah. And Manuel is one of the coolest folks out there. And I still am going to try to manifest that's going to be my husband. Yes. <laughs> I we'll let that. him know. Yes. We'll send him a message. Well, thank Chris. This was a wonderful episode. Thank you so much, Chris. We yeah, are thank done. Thank you, Chris.